0: Chicos, welcome to the Monday podcast. It's your host, Denise Hunter, and welcome back. I remember last time I was talking to you guys, I let you know that life had slowed down and that the universe has listened to me, but then came Mercury retrograde and turned everything upside down. I'm telling you, I've had an overwhelming amount of work to do, personal work my nine to five type of work, just work all around. It's been so overwhelming and a lot of like miscommunication, a lot of technology not working, emails not working, it's just a lot of nonsense that has been going on. (laughs) So thank you, Mercury retrograde. But it is, you know what this is a good reminder of it's you know how to deal with things when it gets rough, you know, how to deal with the hard times and how to give yourself grace and how to give yourself space and time and how to really nurture yourself and not be so harsh, which I haven't really mastered. I'm saying this because it all sounds good and it's easier, way easier to say it, but actually living it. It's, it's so hard. Yeah, it's very hard. And I have broken down multiple times. I've cried. I've dried my tears, got back up and handled my business, but it's been a rough two weeks, let me tell you. And it's during these moments that I'm going through difficulty that I really think about my mom and everything she tells me all the time. And there are so many dichos that I live by. So many, what do you call that? Sayings, Spanish, that really just hit home for me and that like snapped me out of it a lot of times. And one in particular, I think I'll make an episode actually about this, about all the dichos, all the sayings in Spanish that, you know, have been crucial to our life and that have really guided us. So the one that's been very prevalent in my life as of late is al que le caiga el guante que se lo chante, basically. It's the equivalent to if the shoe fits, wear it, right? And I don't want I created this podcast not so that we can commiserate about all the difficulties we face as gen first-gen kids, I wanted to celebrate us as first-gen kids and all the things that we overcame and how we still flourished and how we've overcome so much and still been so, and do it and remain kind and remain super humilde in a positive way, not not in a cowering way. And I just wanted to highlight us in a positive way instead of always picking at the toxicity in our culture's or, you know, all the sadness and the trauma. I don't want to just highlight those things, right? But with everything that's been going on in life and in my day-to-day, Al que le caiga el guante que se lo chante just has been super up top because we deal with a lot of insecurity. As human beings, period. But as Gen, as first, I will keep wanting to say Gen Z. <laughs> But as first gen Latinos and Latinas, we struggle with it even more, right? Because we're born into this world, right? Not knowing everything about one culture or the other and feeling a little confused and not knowing everything that all these, you know, Americans no, and feeling a little out of place, right? So girl, we're, we're already like insecure at a young age. We have these insecurities. And this your experience might be different, but generally speaking, and from my own personal perspective, you know, insecurity can be brought on at a young age in a first gen kid's life, right? So, for example, my your parents starts with your parents. All right, you see your other, your school friends' parents, and they're one come one's a stay-at-home mom and they pick you up from school and they're class moms and your mom is busy working all the time. You're in after school because your parents are working late, right? No one's picking you up from after school. I mean from right after school. You have to stay in the after school program because your parents both work a lot. Okay. And not only that, your parents don't speak the language. So you're translating everything for your parents. Unlike your friend, like the kids in your class, right? Their parents come in, they understand the language, and then you start seeing things that your friends do that you're not allowed to do. Like they can hang out after school and you can't. Or even certain things, as I've talked about before, is like the lunch that you're bringing into school. You know, a lot of people would bring like ham and cheese on a roll or tuna fish sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and Nutella. I mean, Nutella and jelly, was it? I can't remember. But all these different things, and you're bringing like all these weird things that you feel are not good enough or that you're embarrassed about, right? So all these insecurities start at a young age. And these are, again, over-trivial things, but it it grows, right, as as you get older. And for me personally, I had one thing that I struggled with most is feeling smart because I didn't have an intellectual, not that my dad's my not smart, my dad's super smart, but he didn't know the language. Right. So like, and he didn't know how to navigate certain things. So my dad wasn't like putting me in any like clubs or knowing what I should be reading and not reading. You know, I used to watch TV with him all the time. My dad's a big TV and film buff. Like I am and I get it from him, but that's, that was his thing. Like we weren't reading books, you know, and everyone else in my class, you know, great readers. And I became a great reader, thank God. But it took me longer because my dad didn't know the language. My dad wasn't reading to me. So I always felt less smart or like I had to work harder for those things. And so then your insecurities build and build and build. And before you know it, you develop a sort of like victim mentality. And then you become hyper aware of all the backhanded compliments, the stereotypes, the racism. Oh my gosh. And does it take a toll on you? Absolutely. It took such a toll on me. And I was super insecure. And I, you know, I, I still struggle with those things slightly, but nothing compared to like my 20s and high school years. Super insecure. And excuse me, I have a, I have a cold. I was super insecure. And I've developed this... You know, I developed a, like a victim mentality, like, like pobrecita Joe. like people look at me differently. People are out to get me. People are always criticizing me. What are they saying behind my back? If I saw somebody at work close the door, I would automatically think that they're talking about me. And sometimes they have been, <laughs> but for the most part, they're not like, you're not that important right? You're not on top, you're not on people's minds 24 seven, like you are in your, on your own mind or like you think you are, you know? But because we have this, oh my gosh, it's insecurity. Are they talking about me? Are they criticizing me? Oh my God, they don't like me because I'm this, because I'm uh, I'm Latina, they think I'm less than, or because I'm brown, they think I'm that, you know what I mean? Or because I come from a, a, a humble back- background, they think, I don't know this, you know what I mean? So it's like, all these things come into play. You develop this victim mentality and all of a sudden the world is out to get you. You're walking around with a chip on your shoulder and you're not performing. You're not living your life to its fullest potential. You're not living it in in a loud, happy, bold way, right? You're living it scared. You're living it insecure. You're living it timidly, so well, how do we, how do we go about fixing those things, right? So it's first is recognizing the behavior. And me personally, I would, I've recognized the behavior, right? And I've tried first, you know, I got into my self-help books. I tried meditating and everything like, in tw- I, I believe my journey really started in 2017 and just getting better and better, right? And then as I've gotten older, you know, I think I started, I, no, 2016 is when I started my self-help journey, you know, it's unpacking all these things and healing my trauma. But then in 2017, I took it up a notch and I went to therapy and that's when everything just fell into place for me little by little, you know, and it's been years now. It's We're in 2022 going into 2023 and I'm in a much better place now mentally, but I'm also, it took me a while. I'm 36 years old. But in that, I, I had to unlearn all the things that I learned and kind of like the things I would say about myself. I had to like speak about myself in in a better way. I had to really show kindness to myself like I wanted to be shown, like the kindness I wanted to be shown. I had to show it to myself. And I was showing that, that for others, but I wasn't doing it to myself. So in turn. You're teaching people how to how to treat you, and not only are you treating people how to teach you how to treat you, you're just bringing all those things into existence, right? You're just like, you're putting that insecure energy out there. It's not helpful, you know. It's not helpful at all. And I had to, I had to really like look at myself, right, during these therapy sessions, and I had to stop taking everything so personal, right. And not only did I have to stop taking. St- things so personally, I had to like own up to my flaws. Like that, there are things I'm not good at. I can't be good at everything. Right. But the thing is that when you're insecure and you're going through, you know, these things growing up and you, you develop like a victim mentality, you really, you start taking everything personal. And not only that, you develop like a low self-esteem, a form of low self-esteem, even though you might think you have, you don't, oh, you don't have a self esteem problem, it disguises it. It, it disguises itself in, as other things. For example, you're defensive or you always have to brag about yourself in multiple ways, right? And then we deal with that low self-esteem issue in other ways. For me, I became a people pleaser, right? Because that was my way of dealing. I wanted to be a people pleaser because I wanted people to love me and and their acceptance of me was my self-validation is what I needed, So I wouldn't set boundaries. I wouldn't stand up for myself. I, you know, created like a harmful environment for myself, right? To be stepped on and whatnot. So becoming a people pleaser not only was detrimental to myself and my development as a human, but then that made me become an even more insecure individual, individual. Because then when it was time to set my boundaries and you know stand up for myself in other ways I, I i didn't know how i didn't know how to do it and it's just the cycle is so crazy it's so vicious it's so vicious because you, you okay low self-esteem you develop these insecurities and then these insecurities m- make you fixate on everything everyone says about you what they what they're thinking about you are they out to get you and then suddenly every comment, everything, you think it's about you. Oh, they're talking about me. Oh, he's saying this because he doesn't like me. He's out to get me. They want my job, whatever it is, but that's not how the world functions. And yes, there is some of that out in the world, but is that, that's no way to live a life that's not healthy. So I had to really get out of my own way and do the work little by little. And it wasn't easy, but through a lot, a lot of therapy, a lot of self-talk. I had to really just own up to who I would, who I was and who I wanted to be. And then not only that, but like do a hard thing, you know, maybe not once a week, like as, as often as I could, like, I know for me setting boundaries is hard. So I, I had to just do it. I had to just set, I had to just do the thing, you know, hey, I really don't want to talk about my 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 family problems with you that it's I'm not comfortable or it or if it's just you know if it's just not saying if it's just not opening up, just being private about certain things, you know, I don't have to be so open. I don't have to be so social to be liked and to be loved and to be respected. you know, and i I just had to do things like that little by little even when it was hard. And even today, like I, I work in an industry where everything is so intertwined, intermingled, social, work, personal. I have to set my boundaries. And sometimes I feel like that's not letting me be who I really want to be, but I also have to protect my space, right? Because then people get too familiar and want to think that they are are more deserving of certain things from you than you. Th- then you want to, then you want them to be like, I don't, I don't think you need to know everything about me. Maybe I don't think, you know, you need to be invited to certain family things, or maybe I just want to be social with you in terms of work and stuff. But outside of that, I don't want it because I need a little distance because I need those boundaries for myself in order to feel good. And doing those things is okay. Right. But at work, at work and in life and with friends, I love the phrase chante because if I, you have to really examine yourself. And if I think, we don't have to take on all the negativities, what I'm trying to say. If you think a compliment is backhanded, right? Like that might be a backhanded compliment. But you know what? I don't think they're right. So I'm just going to move on with my day. I'm not going to let that fester with, within me and I'm not going to dwell on it and, and and go over my mind like, oh my God, was that to me? Do they think I'm this? Why do they think I'm that? Is this, this, you know, like I'm not overanalyzing, right? Because I have to be sure about who I am and I have to be accepting of who I am, flaws and all right and know that i i am a work in progress and that everything i do is not going to be perfect and there's going to be criticism and there is going to be things that i need to work on and that's okay right and so but there are going to be people that when you say something or if you're talking about race and injustices and you know stereotypes people might feel away you know, people might feel away about certain things that you bring up and they might feel like they're being attacked, but that's that's on them, right? If I know that I am a good person and that I'm trying my best, I have no reason to take on anything negative that I think you're spewing out, right? Or any of those things. Ne- or if you are spitting out negative thoughts and I don't feel that way, I have no reason I have no reason to take those things on, right? So that's basically what I've had to really go through, especially in the last few weeks. Like, okay, my, oh my gosh, life is so hard, life is so hard. I am not gonna say, what did I do to deserve this? I am not gonna say, what am I doing wrong, right? Because I am not taking these things on life is just hard sometimes. And what the, the lesson is, let's let's learn to deal with these things a little better versus what did I do to deserve this? Or does so-and-so not like me anymore? Or what are they saying about me here? Like, I'm not taking those things on anymore. I'm not taking those on. That glove does not fit me. That shoe does not fit me the shoe does not fit this foot okay and not saying that because i'm perfect but because i know who i am and i don't need anyone's approval right and i'm not looking and i'm i'm not taking anyone's criticism you know for more than what it is it's just feedback you know that just it's not defining it doesn't define me so why do i have to take everything so personally and then another aspect of of that saying of that dicho is the karma of it all, right? Because I was a people pleaser for so long, and I still am to a certain extent, I really tried, I'm a, I'm a do-gooder, okay? I'm just going to say it. I'm a goody two-shoes for the most part. I like to play by the rules, do things by the book. I don't like to hurt people's feelings. It makes me very uncomfortable. So I am a do-gooder. But one thing that that has done for me is that it's really taught me to Try and do the right things always because doing it otherwise does just doesn't make me feel good inside, right? It's just not good for me. I don't like. I don't like it. Doesn't make me feel good. Therefore, I keep my conscience clean for most most of you know my day. Like I don't. I really. I can sleep well at night, and I do. Sleep, I sleep like a baby at night. I don't suffer from insomnia in the least bit because I feel like. I try to do the right thing. I really do. And that's one of my, I, I, what's the term? My best qualities is that I'm i am a really good person and I don't care that you're not supposed to say that you're a good person. I do feel like I'm a good person and I try my best every single day to show up as that, to be kind to people, to be nice to people, right? And so when your karma is clean, there is no if the shoe fits wear. I don't have to guess if someone's talking about me or if I did the wrong thing or if karma's out to get me because I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best. And that is enough. That is enough for yourself. It doesn't have to be enough for other people, but it has to be enough for you because we are enough, right? And I think as first-gen Latinos, in Latinas, we sometimes have this mentality of that like we always have to do more than the other because we have to play catch up and we're at a disadvantage. But at some point, we have to look around and really see and feel that we are enough as we are, as we are, as the work in progress that we are. Because if not, we're going to go around life feeling insecure. We're going to walk around feeling like someone's always acting out to get us and with this victim mentality. And we are not victims. We are survivors. We are thrivers, right? We are resilient. We are so many things. And yes, I would have loved to have a childhood where I didn't have to be resilient and strong, but that's what it was. And I'm better for it, okay? I can deal with hard things. I can deal with these last two hard weeks that I've had because life has prepped me for it. And that's okay. Life will be easy again next week. So just Keeping those things in mind as we go through life, as we navigate life with other people from different spaces, from different places, from different backgrounds, right? It's just not holding on to those things, not holding on to all the insecurities and to all the self doubt. At some point, we have to let it go. We have to let it go and not walk around with a chip on our shoulder. Not everyone is out to get us all the time. That doesn't mean don't be alert and don't like notice things. You still have to watch your back, but that doesn't mean I have to take every negative thing or every negative thought and take it on for myself. No, maybe a thought, maybe there's so many anecdotes. I don't want to get too personal because I don't want anyone to think I'm speaking of about them, but it's also recognizing that sometimes when someone takes something the wrong way, th- their feelings are also still valid, right? Because maybe they are going through something. Maybe they have they have an insecurity and something you said touched a nerve, right? That doesn't mean that you meant it without intention, but their feelings are still valid and know that place that they're coming from, like be a little bit more understanding, you know, give them a little, give people some grace. Be like, man, maybe if that hurt her feelings, you know, I'm sorry. You can still be sorry for how something was recepted, even though that wasn't your intention. But people are going through all different kinds of things. And really, as I I go into the world and I deal with more and more people from different walks of life, I realize, like, these insecurities these things that we go through, the self-doubt, the low self-esteem is not just us. It's not just us Latinas and Latinos, these first-gen kids, not just immigrants. It's just, it's not just people of color. It's everyone. We're all going through it in some shape, form, or way. Shape. Oh my God, I said that so wrong. Some way, shape, or form. (laughs) We're all going through it. So I think just give I, I've been saying this almost on every episode, but just like give people a little bit more grace, give people a little bit more grace, give them the space to feel how they feel and be open and receptive, just as you would want someone to be as open and receptive to how you feel. And sometimes you have to just take yourself out of it. For me, especially, I have to practice that a lot. Like when someone tells me that something I said or did make them made them feel a way, it's easy for me to get on the defense, right? Because I'm always trying to do the right thing. So I have to really take myself out of it, my ego out of it and listen and be like, damn, okay, this is how you feel. I'm sorry. You have to own it. You have to own things in in, in terms of my flaws. Oh, maybe this came out wrong. Okay, my bad. And you can move on. Right. But if we get into this habit of being defensive and ah, oh, this person's taking it the wrong way and now, now she's attacking me, or vice versa. Oh, this person said that about me. They're they're out to get me. You, you know what I mean? Like it's these mentalities that don't let us don't let us come together as a community in full. And it also hinders our own personal growth. So I don't want that for me anymore. I haven't wanted that for myself for a long time, which is why I've been doing the work and why I've been doing all the things, but... In doing that, I've also isolated myself a whole bunch, right? Like I'm definitely not as social anymore. And that's also due to the pandemic and just the way life is set up. And I'm busy creating boundaries and not being around things I don't like to do and, or who I don't want to be around or certain energies or just not doing things that don't longer, no longer serve me. I did take that a little bit too in a stream and I've isolated myself a lot, a lot. So I don't want to do that anymore because we need community, we need people, we need friends, we need a village, we need our tribe, we need our people. Right? So let's continue connecting with each other, connecting with our community. And every day, you know, that I'm doing this work and every day that I'm doing research for my podcast and even in my job, like I'm just looking for ways to be more connected and mindful. And how do we like continue to build each other up, right? Like, we should be sticking together more and more as human beings and as people to uplift each other because we have to be conscious that we're all, that we are literally all going through something, right? And that we're all going through a human experience. Just like I'm someone's daughter, so-and-so is someone, someone's daughter, someone's son, you know? Like, I always try and tell my kids, Leslie, like, be careful the way you speak to you know, your peers because you guys are young. It's an impressionable age and that person might be going through something and they're someone's kid and everyone is still like going through it. We're all works in progress. And sometimes we just want to overanalyze everything so much. Oh my God, we overanalyze everything. When sometimes things are just, they are what they are and it's simple. There's no need to like dig deep. Right? Someone said something you didn't like. Oh, you know, all right, they said it. Let's move on. Right? Let's move on. Let's not dwell and over and think. What did they mean by this? Oh my God, but they hurt my feelings. Are they disrespecting me? Oh my God, are they, you know, like let's not do that. Let's be here for each other. Let's give each other grace. Let's love on each other. I mean, on TikTok, oh my God, I, I You know, I scroll, I could be on there for hours, but I was on the side of TikTok where everyone was, you know, criticizing this influencer, Michaela, for something she said a few years ago that was taken out of context. And like, like this girl has talked about mental health issues and how she struggles and she, you know, has bad depression and an eating disorder. And people still will rip her apart. People are ripping her apart over something she said that was not even a big deal. Like people really will you know, go out of their way to be mean and tear someone down over nothing. You know, people don't give each other grace. So let's, let's, let's try to do the opposite of what everyone's doing. Let's just kind of like be nicer. Can we be nicer? Can we be a little bit more kind? Right? Could we be a little less judgmental? Could we take things less personal? Right? And just, I don't know, let's just be nicer. Not, not everything has to be an attack, right? I hate that. And I hate that I felt that way for so long. I hate that I felt like I was always being attacked or criticized or judged or, you know, especially in high school. Oh my God. I wasted like, such fun times being self-conscious about what I, who I was, what I looked like, who my friends were, what I was wearing. Are they talking about me? Oh my God, they're making fun of me. Like I thought about, I literally suffered so much because of these thoughts unnecessarily, you know, and I, I get it when you're teens, you go through so many things, but I just, I carried a lot of that with me in my twenties, right? And it wasn't until my thirties that I really started feeling good about who I was and proud. And every year that goes by, I feel better and better about myself, more confident in who I am, you know, more accepting of who I am, more in love with who I am. Right. But again, it takes time. It's not overnight, but honestly, keeping a clear conscious helps me really navigate this life because I am aware. It helps me be aware. It helps me know that I did, I'm doing the best I can, and that my intentions are always good. And therefore, it's okay to say sorry, you know, if you hurt someone's feelings by accident because you know your intention was not that. So, okay, I'm sorry, you know? And when you own those things, it's fine, it's much better. You know, you live your life, right? You do the best you can with your head held up high knowing that we're all just a work in progress doing the best that we can. And that's just is what it is. And that's my word for the week. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a little shorter than it most. I have a really busy week and I'm traveling tonight and I just wanted to record this before I left. But really, truly love yourselves, love on your loved ones, love on strangers, give each other some grace and some kindness, okay? Bye, chicos. Los amo. Take care. Bye.